0: Happy Christmas from everyone at the Braillists Foundation and a warm welcome back to BrailleCast Extra. Coming up this time. Festive fun, more Christmas pictures with a Perkins brailer. This episode of BrailleCast Extra was recorded on Tuesday, the 20th of December, 2022, and follows a very successful session, which was recorded at about the same time last year. Uh, that can be found at episode number 35 of BrailleCast Extra. Uh, and also last Christmas Day's episode with James Bowden, which you can find at episode 36. But this episode, as I say, was recorded... Uh, a few days ago, hosted by Kim Charlson, moderated by Ben Rose, and introduced by Dave
1: Williams. Hello, and a very warm welcome to the Brailleless Foundation Holiday Masterclass, where tonight we will be drawing pictures with our Perkins. So if you haven't already, grab your Perkins brailer. Grab some paper and settle in. We will be drawing holiday-related images a little bit later on. And it just now remains for me to introduce our guest. And we were just, before we uh, came on this evening, lamenting the fact that this is the very first time that we've invited somebody back, somebody who made such a huge impression uh, last December, one of our most popular sessions. And it was my great pleasure to spend a little bit of time with this lady earlier this year in April when I went over to uh, Boston. And as part of my trip, I visited the Perkins School and Library. And we are joined this evening by the executive director, no less, of the Perkins Braille and Audio Library. Who else? Kim Charleston. Welcome back to the Braylist Foundation. Kim, wonderful to have you with us. Really looking forward to another of your sessions. Just before we get into it, uh, you've had a busy uh, year and you have come up with some slightly more challenging images this time around, I think it's fair to say.
2: Well, thank you, Dave. And it was a pleasure to host you at Perkins and I'm thrilled to be back. And Gosh, the pressure's on today because they told me right before we went live today that I'm the second, you know, I'm the only person they've asked back twice. So I've got, uh, you know, I've got to do a great job here. But yeah, I'm I'm really excited about the drawings that we're going to do two this time today um, after I talk a little bit about things. But um, we're going to do a quite a quite simple one, but a fun one. We're going to make a candy cane um and it is quite easy so it's not going to be too intimidating and it's a good way to start and then my my newest um, holiday creation that i'm very proud of and it it looks really cool is um we're going to do a menorah so um i'm very happy of, with how it turned out it's um it it's very vertical in in as you can al- imagine with a candelabra with four Candles on either side and a main, um, a main vertical um, post. So there's going to be a lot of vertical lining up. So we have to be challenged about our spacing. But, you know, those are the two things I'm going to do today. And I'm super excited about that.
1: Uh, I just wanted to say on the the candy cane, um, maybe not necessarily a term that everybody in the UK is familiar with. We might describe a candy cane as as being like a stick of rock, maybe uh, in the UK, but we'll call it a candy cane. Uh, and also uh, your menorah, the the uh, candelabra. Really looking forward to that too. So so that'll come a little bit later on. I'm going to turn it over to you.
2: OK, um, so, yeah, I mean, if it's not going to be a candy cane, we can pretend it's a um, a white cane and we can make it longer even. Who knows? But with a with a crook on the end, that's what the candy cane is. So um, I'm just going to talk for a second in case there's any new people um, about how I came about to write a book called Drawing with Your Perkins Brailler. And. People are already asking me when when volume two of Drawing With Your Burgess Brailler is going to come out. But right now, I don't have a whole lot of time to dedicate to creating new designs. These two are a couple of my most recent ones that I've done in the last year. So um, I have a lot of hats, including, of course, the executive director of the Braille and Talking Book Library, um, I'm also the immediate past president of the American Council of the Blind, and I'm currently the president of the North American Caribbean region of the World Blind Union. So I'm doing a little bit more international work than I was previously. Most of my work with ACB was was pretty um, focused internally within the U.S., but now I'm doing a little more um, global activity and of... of particular interest and maybe will warrant another visit back to all of you in six months or so, I am the newly appointed chair of the World Braille Council, which um, we're in the process of um, getting constituted with membership from around the world to identify um, things that we want to facilitate over the course of the next quadrennium within the World Blind Union, which is how the terms of office go within the WBU. It's a four-year cycle. So um, I'll be serving in that role and probably we'll have more to talk about um, as we progress and get more organized. But um, my my kudos to the Braille's Foundation, because you have a fabulous program planned for um, January 4th, Louis Braille's birthday. And I'm sure Dave will be back um, after we do our first drawing to talk about it more, but um, I've already registered and I hope all of you will be there too, because it just sounds super good. So really excited about that. So, and that's in in celebration of world Braille day. Um, And the world blind union will send out a release and do some publicity on that day as well. So I was really happy to see what you guys have planned for those of you who are going to follow along with my, Line by line directions. Um, have your Perkins Brailler ready. We're not doing anything that's very wide, so you don't have to worry about wide paper versus narrow paper. You just put your paper in whoop, the regular way, um, and um, we should have plenty of room for both of the drawings on um, given the spacing that I've laid out for them. So. You know, in your head, you can picture the, the candy cane, and, and I'm totally surprised that candy canes are not international. I thought they were um, more so. So this basically looks like a, a cane with a crook, but it's, you know, in visual with color, it would be swirling um, white and red stripes would make our candy cane. Um, and we're using braille dots to symbolize those stripes. So, um, all right, so we're going to do our large candy cane. And it is, again, it is pretty easy. And I think all of you will have fun with it as a, as a warm up exercise. So, what I'm going to do is I'll, I'll very clearly read each step and I'll go slow enough so you all can follow along and you'll hear me doing the steps as I also speak them. So, and we do one one line at a time. So let's go ahead and get going with line one. So on line one, you space three times. You write 1, dots, three, six together, a hyphen, basically. Okay. Then you write 1, dots, two, three, five, six, Um, what some of us call a low G. The old parentheses, but don't tell anybody I said that. Uh, (laughs) You write one dot two, three, four, five, six, two, three, four, five, six. It's an ER sign. Okay. And write two full cells. FOR sign. Okay. And you write one dots one, two, three, five, six. You're going to write one, two, three, five, six. That's the low g again. And the last character on this line is dots three and six. Go to the next line and bring your carriage back. Okay, Line two, space two times, and you're going to write one dots two, one dots two three, four, five, six, and one full cell, um, one dot, dots, one, four, it's going to be the letter cane. So C, dot one for A, dot one, three, four, five for N, and dot one, five for E. And then three full cells and one dots one, two, three, five, six. And that's the end of the second line. So, new line, return the carriage. Okay. Line three, you space one time. And you write one dots two, three, four, five, six,
3: and two full cells, one Q
2: or one, two, three, four, five, and Three um, dots, one, four, which is a C. We're going to do three of those. Um, Four full cells. And one L, which is dots, one, two, three. Okay, new line. Back to the left. All right, this one, this is line four. Um, you space one time and you do one, two, three full cells and an L dots, one, two, three. So now you're going to space four times, one, two, three, four. And then you write four full cells, and the final character is an L or dots one, two, three. So, line five, let me turn my page, whoops, turn my page, (laughs) and um. So line five is repeat line four. So (laughs) line four is we're going to space one time and then do three full cells. And then one L, or dots one, two, three, space four times. And do four full cells and one L, which is dots one two three, New line. Now from here on in the drawing, you there's two ways you can do this line. Some of you have probably figured out now we're going to make the, the shaft of the cane. So we're only going to be using the four cells from um, cell 10, 11, 12, and 13. But some people might be more comfortable spacing over nine times, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and doing four full cells and an L. That's one, two, three. And that's your line. So again, you next time you could backspace four times. That's a different way to do it. Line up, do four full cells, and your L. That's one, two, three. And we'll go down to the next line and backspace again those four times, five times actually. This is the quickest way to do it. Um, One, two, three, four, and an L. So see how we're making the cane longer? And you can pull it back and line up with that first full cell and four full cells and an L. And you just keep going. Um, This has. I have it down to seven lines long. Um, so you can make your cane as long as you want um, and keeping it lined up, but that's basically our candy cane. Um, so it's pretty easy to do this one. Um, I, u- I usually tell people to leave a little room at the bottom and you can put your personal holiday message there. and um, And you've made yourself a greeting card, a, a Christmas card. So um, so that's our first drawing. Um, I'm gonna go off the background. So if anybody, Dave wants to say anything or ask any questions or comment, um, but that's how we make a candy cane. Do
1: you find, Kim, once you've sort of got this the first time, it takes quite a while to do the first one but then people very quickly like 2 and 3 become a lot lot quicker so so it's always that learning curve on the first one but then um last year every bit of braille paper i think in my house ended up covered in your christmas trees like all the greetings cards and and the gift tags and everything had little uh, christmas trees you know with the um
2: the the ar sign and the and the gh sign <laughs> yeah, wonderful it's so easy to do the christmas tree and it you know, you only use maybe three or four different characters, but it it makes such a fun pattern and you can make them bigger or smaller, depending you can fill the whole page or you can do a little tiny one. So it's very easily adjustable. And it, and it's yeah it scales really nicely. So uh, so
1: um, as I'm sure you are aware, the fourth of January or January fourth, in in deference to our um, friends in the in the US, is of course World Braille Day. Wherever you happen to be in the US or the or the UK, and the Braillist Foundation, we have two events uh, this year. So we're really really kind of pushing the uh, the boat out in in terms of trying to. Big up Braille on World Braille Day and try to engage with the widest uh, number of people. So we have a half-day conference, uh, and that's going to be earlier in the day, starting at 9.15 in the morning. So that's 9.15 GMT. So I appreciate that's very, very early uh, if you're in North America. Uh, And this conference, Six Dots to Success, is in partnership with our friends at Sight and Sound Technology. And there will be a keynote speaker, uh, Peter White, the uh, broadcaster and journalist, of course. Uh, There will be three strands um, to the conference um, concerning employment, education and leisure and the aim of the conference really is to dispel myths challenge misconceptions and explore ways in which uh, we can promote the usefulness of uh, braille beyond our kind of immediate uh, bubble and really try and push out um, you know the message that that braille really is useful in all of those spheres and and in many more uh besides so uh that's the uh six dots uh for success uh conference which is that that free to attend online conference uh it'll all be on on zoom uh you'll be able to to register for that um and i'll, I'll give you a link in a second where you can uh, do that the second event is uh around technology and uh this really is for the the, uh, the slightly techier uh, types amongst us, uh, those who are interested in perhaps the, the history and the evolution of Braille technology. And that event will be at 7 p.m. on the evening of the 4th of January, January the 4th, uh, uh, where uh, you will hear from historians and experts working in the Braille technology field about the journey of digital Braille technology, from its humble beginnings in the 1970s, through the venerable, you know, braille displays and braille note takers that we know, and uh, looking to the future and what emerging technologies or technologies that are perhaps just around the corner um, are going to transfer transform uh, the way in which we use uh, refreshable uh, digital braille. Uh, so both of those events are completely free uh, to attend they will both be happening on world braille day and if you want to learn more you can go on over to braillists.org/news that's braillists.org/news where you'll find all the information uh, that you need to uh, join and if you have any difficulties in getting uh, registered you can of course uh, contact us and we'll help you with that so the email address is uh, over on that that web page as well help at org. do bear with us over the um over the holidays though because we will be letting um our volunteers and freelancers have a little bit of uh, downtime. So if we don't come back to you straight away, don't worry, your email will be uh, attended to. Uh, But, you know, we're not running a big corporation here with a 24-7 staff and everything. So just uh, bear with us while we get through uh, those uh, questions and registration. We'll make sure we get through everybody uh, before the events. So we hope that you are uh, looking forward to that as much as uh, we are. Um, So I'm going to... Just to remind you, it's 9.15 on the 4th of uh, January uh, for Six Dots uh, to Success, our uh, Braille conference, half-day Braille conference with sight and sound technology. Uh, and if you're looking for something that's um, perhaps a little bit shorter, uh, then maybe join us in the evening. Maybe you'll come to both uh, at 7 p.m. with um, the um, Braille technology through the ages uh, and both those events on the 4th of January, of course. Right. Hopefully, we've given Kim a little bit of a break and you're ready and raring to go with your second drawing.
2: I think so. So this drawing, the menorah, has um, 15 lines. So it's about twice as long, um, as twice as many lines, and I'm gonna do it um, a new way. Most of what I'm gonna do with all of you is working from the actual drawing itself, except for maybe the first two lines and the end. I think that'll be easier for me to dictate and braille at the same time. So, um, so what we have for line one is space ten times. Okay, and write one dots one two three or an L. Okay, go to the new line. Go back. Space ten times again, and write one full cell. Okay. So now we're to line three of the drawing, Um, and this is space one time. Write one L. That's one, two, three. We're going to use this almost all the way across. So. Space one time, write another L, space one time, write another L, space one time, write another L. So that's the beginning of our first four candles in our candelabra. Space two times and do a full cell. That will be our um, post of the candelabra. Space two times and do one L space one time, another L space one time, another L space one time, and the final L. Okay, So that's basically um, the the layout of what our lines are going to look like. We're going to um, do the same thing almost that we just did except for this one, we are going to use full cells so you are going to space one time do a full cell space one time, full cell space one time, full cell space one time, full cell space two times and do a full cell again for the post space two times and we are going to do a full cell space once and full cell Space one time, full cell, space one time, and full cell. Okay, so we're going to the next line. This is line five of our drawing. So this is actually identical to line four. So for those of you that are whiz kids, you know exactly what to do. But space one time, full cell, space one time, full cell, Space one time, full cell, space one time, full cell. Space two times, full cell, space two times, full cell, one time, and then another full cell, space, full cell, space, and full cell. Okay. So we are going down to line six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. And And six, again, is going to be exactly the same. So you guys are going to space one time, full cell, space, full cell, space, full cell, space, full cell. And space two times, full cell again, space two times. And then we go full full cell, space, full cell, space, full cell, space, full cell okay line seven all right Let me get lined up here Three, four, five. okay so line seven is a little different so you're going to space one time and you have a full cell space and a full cell but that's where it ends okay so you're going to space after that second full cell one time and we're going to do an ER sign, which is dots one, two, four, five, six, space one time, and do an L. Um, nope. Wait a second. Don't write that. Let me just double check here. Yes, it's an L. What Dots one, two, three. And you're going to do two dots, three, six, three, six. So hyphen, hyphen. And A full cell because we're in the center now. That's our post. Okay. Then you do two of the dot three sixes. And then you do um, an L, dots one, two, three. Space uh, one time. And you write a Q one two three four five space one time and then you do a full cell space one time and another full cell okay so that's the end of that line all right so we're gonna go to i think this is line eight now so we space one time and we do one full cell then we space one time and we do an um, what I say is ER one two four five six and okay space one time make sure I'm in the right spot full cell ER okay and we're gonna do a, a dots four five six here um, and then we're gonna space we're going to write One, two, three, four of our dots three sixes. Okay, one, two, three, four. Now we're lined up to do our full cell of the post on our candelabra. And then you do four more dot three sixes. One, two, three, four. Okay, let me. All right. Then you do um, an L, dots one, two, three. Space one time, do a Q, which is one, two, three, four, five, and space one time, and a full cell at the end of the line. Okay, next line. This is line eight of our menorah. So we start out with space one time. Write one dots, well, one ER sign or one, two, four, five, six. And let me just get to the right line. Okay, space one time and write one dots, four, five, six. And then we're going to do one, two, three, four, six of the dot three sixes. So one two three four five six okay and we're in the center again for the full cell and then dots we're gonna do six again of the dot three sixes one two three four five six okay and we do an L that's one two three Space one time and we do a Q one two three four five. All right, new line. This is a fun line. This is line 10 of the drawing, and we're gonna space one time, and you're gonna do one dot four five six, then you do eight three sixes. So one two three four five six seven eight. We're in the center again, full cell and we do eight more of the three sixes one two three, four, five six, seven, eight. and the last cell on this line is an L one two dots one two three new line. Okay. So we are now ready to work on the base of our sorry for my paper noise here, um, of our drawing. So we are going to, uh, I think this is, oh, I'm on the last page. This drawing actually has three pages of instructions, which sometimes creating the drawing is easier than writing the instructions. So, um, All right, so we're on line nine of our drawing, and we're going to space. Oh, we're not on 9 line. we're on line 10, excuse me. No, I'm still wrong about that. There we go, line 11. Okay, we're really moving here. All right, so on line, line 11, we are going to space nine times. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And we're going to do three full cells. One, two, three. And that's all we're doing on this line. We're going to go down a line. And you can either space nine times or you can just line up because we're going to do this a total of three times. So this line is just three full cells below the previous line. And we're going to repeat that one more time. So it's either space nine times and do three full cells or just move your carriage down and do them. Okay, but this line is slightly different, so we're gonna go with our directions, which tell us to space eight times three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And we are gonna do one dots two, three, five, six, or the GG. Then we're gonna do three full cells, and one, another two, three, five, six the GG symbol and new line this is the last line of the drawing so I think we've done pretty good here Um, you space two times and then um, we're gonna do the base here which is two dots three six three six three six there we go then we're gonna do three of the low G or two three five six one, two, three. And we're going to do, um, I believe it's 11, but let me double check that. It is 11 full cells. So go for it. 11 full cells. One two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven. 10, 11. Then you do three of the dots two, three, five, six. One, two, three. And two of the dots three, six. That was, let's say, the tabletop surface. That's the end of the menorah. And if we were all good and successful, we have eight candles in the different levels of the candelabra that you can feel um, going across with the pole and in the center. So I'm gonna go off of this mode and let Dave come back and we can talk about this drawing and answer questions.
1: Thank you so much, Kim. We really appreciate uh, all your time and uh, effort and preparation in uh, putting these uh, uh, tactile drawings available for us. We we truly appreciate it and we know that uh, the popularity of uh, last year's session is is absolutely the reason why uh, we invited you back, and of course, the exciting news about uh, the World Braille Council. I think you've probably uh, booked your third visit to the uh, to the Braillist Foundation uh, sometime in 2023. So, um, I'm going to invite uh, Ben, uh, who takes care of our moderation, to step in at this point, and we will get started with the questions.
4: Well, thank you, Kim, and goodness me, what some incredible drawings we've had this evening. I'll be honest, if you asked me to draw a stick of rock, you would have got a bunch of vertical Ls, um, but I guess that's why I'm not running the class. So we're going to come to Alison uh, first, and after Alison, we're going to come to Ellie. Uh, Alison, you are good to go.
2: Hello. Um, I've got, <clears throat> uh, I've got two questions. They're kind of simple, I suppose, but um, I'm curious, what, like... How do you come up with these and what's the most complicated drawing you think you've ever done? Well, um, the the candy cane wasn't hard, but um, I really, I wanted to create the menorah specifically because I wanted to have a little more diversity in my repertoire of drawings when it came to the holidays. So, um, so I worked on that um, and I had a, I I usually either work from some kind of raised image or sometimes in my memory because I lost my vision when I was um, 12 years old. So I do have a lot of visual memory, but part of the creating a graphic for me or a drawing is to show, to test it out a few times and show it to a sighted person and say, what does it look like? Because I want them to say, oh, wow, it's a menorah. That's fantastic. I want to get that feedback because I remember when I was a little kid, I would make um, drawings as I was losing my vision. And I think they got odder and odder because I couldn't really see what I was doing. And so I would show someone and I could always tell when they couldn't tell what I had created, they would go, oh, that's such a beautiful drawing. It's just so cute. And they'd never say, it's a house with a horse in the backyard or something like that. You know, they had no idea. So, so part of my interest in creating my drawings is I want that instant recognizability from a sighted person, because that is the satisfaction that I think kids and adults who maybe have had vision and were artistic and then they pick up and do a braille drawing. They want to show something and they want it to be recognized for what it is. So that's an important part. I test it with sighted people. Then I write the instructions that are the step-by-step instructions. My husband calls it paint by the numbers. That's what I'm doing. brailing by the numbers. And, and then I have a couple um, braille users follow my instructions because it's just as important on the other end of the equation that the, the outcome of what my directions tell you to do looks like what I want it to look like for everyone. So, so that's how I do it. The hardest drawing I've done is in my book called Drawing with Your Perkins Brailler, which Perkins sells on their website at perkins.org forward slash products. The hardest drawing I have created so far is in that book and it's an angel. Um, with wings and a halo and a flowing, you know, robes. And it's quite intricate. Um, and so it's it's probably one of the most difficult drawings I've ever created.
4: Thank you so much, Alison. Great questions. I'm going to come to Ellie now. And after Ellie... Uh, we're going to come to Tracy, um, Ellie, a, a previous uh, attendee of your uh, last masterclass, Ellie, you are now unmuted.
5: Okay, um, I had a question, um, which was like, if are the drawings that we've just done, are they in your book? And are you going to make a new book of new drawings as you come up with them?
2: So these two drawings are not in my book, but I did send the files to um, Braylist Foundation, and they are going to make those available to any of you who request them and can get them through their usual usual channels for distributing the handouts. so i'll let I'll let them tell you how that works. So um, I hope someday to have a volume two. I'm not there yet because I've got so many different things I'm doing. But these two will be in my book the next time I publish one. So thank you.
4: Now, uh, Ellie, thank you for that question. We're going to come to Tracy in a moment. Um, Ellie, uh, without meaning to put you on the spot, I believe that you are one of the acclaimed editors of the Tactile Times newspaper, the premier newspaper for young braillists uh, pretty much everywhere. And I uh, believe that you are working on the Tactile Times Advent calendar. Um, we, are a, uh, we are a very, very strong supporter of the Tactile Times of the Braillists. Would you like to give us a bit of just a, a somewhat quick overview of what the Tactile Times is, um, and uh, what you've been doing to uh, develop your advent calendar and what what we might expect as part of that advent calendar.
5: Okay, so um, basically, the Tactile Times is this like, newspaper, um, magazine kind of thing. Um, And it's like, um, for young Braille lists. well, and adults, kind of, I guess, if you want to. Um, but, yeah, and um, uh, it's on, not meaning to advertise or anything, but it's on emails. Um, you can subscribe to the Tactile Times newsletter thingy. I think it's a newsletter anyway. You can subscribe to it anyway and get stuff sent to your email. I think you get the articles sent to your email, the new, like, issues. And you can also get them in Braille. And the calendar, um, so Theo has been coding it, I'm very impressed, he's done loads of coding. And um, yeah, I've sent him some of the files, so you might hear me on it, if you're good, and open your calendar, which I haven't for the last week or so, so I should catch up. But anyway, yeah, I'm actually on there, I'm on the 8th, I think, and I've got another file, so I might be on there later than about the eighth um yeah it's got like um people playing instruments and like christmas messages from people and jokes and some of it is audio files and some of it is just texting and one of them was a choose your own adventure story
4: Excellent. So that is uh tactiletimes.org for anyone who is unaware. The uh I believe the only um uh, newspaper for young braillists. it's uh, online and in hard copy as well. Thank you so much for that, Ali. Um
5: if you want to email someone, you can I think it's info at tactiletimes.org if you want to email the main tactile times kind of email.
4: That rings the bell to me. And uh, if you are uh, looking at the advent calendar, it may be that you uh, see a fairly or hear a fairly familiar voice on day 16. All right. Uh, thank you for that once again, Ellie. We're going to come to Tracy now. And after Tracy, we're going to come to Ali. Uh, Tracy, you are now unmuted.
3: Hi, yes, I was interested at that times that I'm not a child, but I may sign up just for curiosity. Um, Kim, I have some couple questions about um, the drawings that we did today. Um, I know some like the candy cane, um, the stick coming down, um, maybe because I did it from the left, but it's a bit wider going towards the inside. Maybe that's because I didn't follow because I was doing it on a, a full page slate. Oh my gosh, I am impressed.
2: <laughs> I'm very impressed. I don't even have a <laughs> brailler
3: anymore. So, but my, probably because I did that, my inside part coming down, that's longer. Um, it It's, it's, uh, it, towards the inside a little bit, the L's are, I guess that's because I did it the, the other way. Because if I look at the other side, there's more braille cells. So I've just figured out my own problem.
2: I, I think so. It's probably just like one cell off or something, but uh, you know, i'm I'm totally impressed with you. That is incredible yeah. that you could keep up and do that with a slate that's fantastic.
3: The other thing I wanted to point out was uh, with the um, with the um menorah. the middle one, which you call the post, is actually a candle as well because it's got the l on the top and it's used to light the other candles that's
2: true. it's and it's lit. that that one's lit, and the other ones are are not.
3: Well, they all have l's on the top, though, don't they?
2: Yeah, they do. They do, right. Yeah. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. It does. I guess the L represents the wick, does it?
3: Yes, the flame, the wick.
2: Exactly. And I would, you know, I, I don't know how. That's an interesting twist to think about because in I envisioned it, the one in the center was lit and that the L represented the the flame. The others hadn't been lit yet, but they were maybe about to be Um where we could have used maybe a single dot or something to show, um,
3: yeah, just the other little thing. Because I'm very um, crafty and and like things things um, organized. I think on the on the right side, I would use a four, five, six rather than the an L and keep it symmetrical.
2: Good feedback. Thank you.
4: Thank you for that, Tracy. Um, great questions and great feedback as well. That's one of the things we really enjoy about these masterclasses. Uh, getting questions, but also getting feedback from our audiences. We're going to come to Ali next. And after Ali, we're going to come to Theo. So uh, with apologies if I've mispronounced your name. Uh, Ali, you are now unmuted.
5: Hi, yeah, sorry. Hello. My name's Aliyah. I think I heard someone say that you can buy the book. I was wondering where you could buy it because I'm new to it. Uh
2: huh. Sure. Um. Yes. The Drawing with Your Perkins Brailler is sold by the Perkins School for the Blind. And you can buy it online at perkins, you know, www.perkins.org forward slash products. We sell um, several books, but this Drawing with Your Perkins Brailler comes in Braille and it comes in a large print format both versions have the actual braille drawings bound into the book so you don't just get a book full of directions you get the directions and the actual drawings so you can see what it should look like when you finish that was really important to me to have that so and it's it's priced at um 29.95 US dollars
1: so that's going to be about 20 pounds, I would say thereabouts. Ben might be able to get me a more accurate figure. But uh, Kim, I should say, uh, Perkins, you'll you'll ship internationally. And of course, it being Braille, it'll come free matter, I guess.
2: Exactly. And we don't have any trouble shipping to the UK. So that works out pretty well.
1: All right,
2: great
4: question. Thank you ever so much for that. We're going to come to uh, the last couple of hands for the evening. Uh, Going to come to Theo now. And after Theo, we're going to come to Carla. Uh, Theo, you are now unmuted. So just to, just to say, yes, I really enjoyed my pictures, picture. And in fact, I've, I've drawn lots of my own. I really enjoy doing maps of things. And of course, th- those are non-reproducible because I do sort of half lines and all that stuff. So that it's impossible to write instructions. But yeah, I really enjoy doing those. And as Eddie said, the Tactile Times is a newspaper by young readers for young brainists. And we're currently doing this big adv- advent calendar online, awfully accessible with a screen and You can subscribe to get it sent to your email at tactiletimes.org. And again, that's complete- that's completely free to subscribe.
2: That's great. I wrote it down. I'm going to check it out. Thank you. Thank you, Theo. And um, probably
4: last, but of course, by uh, of course, by no means least, uh, for the evening, I'm going to come to Carla now. Uh, Carla, you are good to go.
5: Hi there. Um, yeah, just a question: um,
0: Is the um, instructions available in a BRF file? um, at all so that we could, um, you know, use, use that if we
4: can't get hold of the, the braille, um, format at the moment.
2: I, I just sent a word document, but it wouldn't really be that hard at all to create BRFs and send them over to, uh, to Matthew as well. And he could post them with the, with the word document. So I will take care of that. Brilliant. And I was just wondering about the the book because um, is there is there a BRF version of, of, of your book available at all? There there is not, and the reason there is not is because of the the, the graphics in it um, can't be replicated very easily that way. Um, so we haven't we've only done it on the um, on the um, basically the hard copy formats so that you actually would get the pictures. Kim, I had a
4: quick question uh, for, for myself uh, before I hand over to Dave to wrap things up. Thank you ever so much for that question, Carla. Um, I, I think you touched on this a little bit previously, but I, and maybe maybe it's slightly different, but I wondered if you could tell me uh, off, off the top of your head, if you don't mind, uh, what is the most complex braille drawing you have ever felt and what is the most creative Braille drawing you've ever felt, and you, you could talk about which one you consider to be the most useful as well, if you like.
2: That's a hard one. I I, I consider all braille tactile graphics, you know, important ones. So, I mean, I I'm a huge fan of of graphics. Um, you know, I'm I'm sad that the San Francisco Lighthouse was doing a weekly graphic, you know, that they would vote on, and they stopped doing that, and I was really sad because they had some really interesting things. They did like a Mars Rover and all kinds of things. These were graphics that you would produce on an embosser. Um, so, you know, I, I do think the two categories of tactile graphics are um, are different. The, um, you can you can communicate so much information on, on computer generated tactile graphics that we can't replicate on a brailler when we're trying to do graphics. Um, but I, I do think, you know, I've, I've started doing a little bit more with the, with the Braille graphics on, you know, kind of filling in the blanks between the lines and using half lines and things like that, which are, you know, probably the people at, at Perkins would say, you're not supposed to do that with your Perkins (laughs) Braille, but, you know, I pushed the limit, um, But, you know, I I just I am a huge fan of of anything that I can get with tactile graphics. And um, I last week I used one of my tactile graphics to get an entree to um, to Andrew Bocelli. Um, He was performing in Boston and I had helped them design um, braille characters for his name and they put it on a hockey jersey for the Boston Bruins. And, um, so I, they, they said, well, you can send a note to him and we'll pass it along. So I put one of my Christmas trees at the top of the page. And then I wrote him a note and just said, you know, welcome to Boston. And, 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 uh, and then I said, you know, maybe we could talk sometime about, um, some global issues around Braille since my role in the world blind union. So I was, kind of sharing my graphic and also trying to get an entree to have a more in-depth conversation with him, which would be fabulous. Well,
4: what a great anecdote Um, and and a great example of how uh, Braille graphics is uh, very much relevant and also important today. However, on the subject of Andrew, unfortunately, now it is time to say goodbye. So I'm gonna hand over to Dave to
1: wrap things up. Incredible, wow. Fantastic stuff. Well, Kim, always a pleasure. Thank you so much um, for your support. Um, not just this evening, but over, you know, the last year, particularly in, in getting us access to uh, you know to to the the Perkins Brailler uh, facility there as well where we got we got that audio and also entertaining myself and my family uh, in the library there at, at Perkins it was a real treat and and something that we we've, we've talked about a lot since we were uh, with you so on behalf of everybody here at the uh, Braillers foundation um who you know are here live but also listening to the uh, recordings we just want to wish you and your family and and everyone uh, uh, at Perkins uh, a very safe and uh, enjoyable uh, holiday season and a prosperous 2023 and we wish you well uh, with the world braille council look forward to uh, learning a lot more about that as we as we go forward so so thanks kim
2: well thank you very much it was really fun i enjoyed it you're a doing fabulous work there with the Brellis Foundation and just keep it up it's it's terrific so thank you
1: Thank you. And uh, my thanks also to uh, Ben Mustel Rose helping out with the uh, moderation. Appreciate um, your volunteering your uh, Tuesday evening as well, Ben. So thank you um, so much for that. Uh, and to all of you for your questions and for listening and for subscribing to the newsletter and for spreading Braille uh, and for sharing what we do, because uh, without you, there really would be. Uh, no point so thank you very much have a safe and prosperous uh christmas and 2023 uh we'll be kind of downing tools a little bit um next week uh but we will be back uh on the 4th of january world braille day of course with our six dots to success uh braille conference uh, the first of its kind i think in the UK a half day uh, braille conference online so uh, we hope that you'll get behind that and also our um, braille technology panel in the evening on World Braille Day as well so uh, from myself Dave Williams and everybody here at the Braille Foundation until next time bye for now
0: we hope you've enjoyed this episode of braillecast extra you can find more Braille-related content by subscribing to BrailleCast, all one word, in your podcast client of choice, or listening to BrailleCast, connecting the dots for Braillists everywhere on your smart speaker. For the latest information about future Brailleist events and how to join live, subscribe to our weekly email newsletter at brailleistsorg newsletter slash sign up. You can also visit our events page at brailleistsorg events. If you have comments on this recording or suggestions of topics or guests for future events, we'd love to hear from you. Please email help at braylists.org. You can also find The Braylists on Twitter, at Braylists or on Facebook, facebook.com slash Foundation. Finally, if you like what you've heard, spread the word. We welcome new listeners and live participants alike, so if you know other people who are interested in Braille, please tell them where to find us. In the meantime, on behalf of everyone at The Braillists, thanks for listening and bye for now. The costs of producing this episode were defrayed by a grant from the Activate Fund of the Winston Churchill Memorial Trust. For more information, visit wcmt.org.uk.